Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hello and welcome to Breaking Beat Greater Podcast, the premier flagship and international podcast. Stay out online. I'm your host, Brandon Jones, and this week in the booth, I guess maybe for at least a little bit, we've got Danny and Nick Gents. What's going on? Hey, good to have you back. It's good to be back. Wait, were you back last week? No. Okay. No. Last week was a lot. You dropped out last week. You were going to be back, and then you weren't back last week. Yeah. Yeah. Danny, did you miss me as well? (laughs) Yes, sir. I missed you. Yeah. I missed you. So yes. having to deal with me. Um, yeah. So on this week's show, uh, in addition to missing folks, Jammer, he may or may not be here. We don't know. But until then, uh, we're going to be talking about Moonfall today. But before that, we've got some news. You guys ready to get to the news? Yeah. All right. So let's start with the probably the longest story on here. And I think maybe of the things on here, it might be the one that gets Nick the most excited. Now, we've got Star Trek on top of Star Trek on top of Star Trek. A hundred so, years of Star Trek, Morty. A hundred years. years Star- you know what's funny? I no kidding have that in my notes. Like I have <laughs> a quote from that episode and it says, my notes say, reminds me of, and together we're going to run around, Morty, and we're going <laughs> to do all kinds of wonderful things, Morty. Just you and me, Morty. Like I've got the whole quote there. Oh, I'm sorry for spoiling it with my. Ad- no, you didn't spoil it. I wasn't going to say it, but I was just like, yeah, that's that's what this is. It's a hundred years of Star Trek. So if you like Star Trek, it's a hundred years of Star Trek. Um, so we've got Star Trek Prodigy going off right now. It just concluded its first season. If you like Star Trek and you would like to share that with your kids, I think it's a good entry point uh, to to watch with your kids. Many from the site agrees as well. And so that first season just wrapped and it's pretty entertaining. It's fun. Um, in addition that to that, Discovery's back this week. I was for next week. So in addition yes. to that, we've got, you got to wait, man. I, I like set it up, I roll I it out, eager. slow burn. Eager. Um, on the 10th, we've got Star Trek Discovery coming back for the remainder of its season. So we're going to get to see how the rest of that ends. On top of that, we got news this week that not only are they still working on the section 31 show with Michelle Yeoh. We are also getting the uh, Starfleet Academy show. And so both of these things are coming out. Um, There is no date for either one yet. uh, But what they're saying right now in the article that I saw, and this is from uh, StarTrekMovie.com, is that we shouldn't expect to see anything from either of these shows until like 2024, uh, 2025. So, oh, and I also forgot to mention that this year we're also getting Strange New Worlds. So like Paramount, just like, Disney is building out there like, hey, we've got an Ahsoka show, we've got an Obi-Wan show, we've got a Boba Fett show, like we got your Star Wars, Star Wars show. Um, Paramount is doing the same with their IP and just building out a huge, huge selection of stuff for you to watch. Um, 
Danny, I know you're more of a Star Wars guy than a Star Trek fan. So let's start with Nick. Nick. I'm super stoked. <laughs> I couldn't believe they announced that many new shows. You missed All that. The uh, they've already started production on Strange New World Season 2, even though we haven't seen a trailer for Season 1 yet. And, uh, and of course, Lower Decks is going to help round out the year. Yeah. Didn't they say they'll have a new episode through the end of the year? I don't remember if they said that, but I mean, it seems like based on this lineup, yeah. Because if that's true. the case, I still think we'll run out by the end of the summer unless they have so Discovery Season 5 or 4 and then the Strange New World Season 2, which is in production. What have we got? Like 10 to 12 episodes per show. And we've got Picard, Lower Decks, Strange New Worlds, Discovery, Finishing Up, Prodigy. Um, they, I mean, it, they could do it so that, you know, 52 weeks in a year. They could do yeah. It. I remember them like listing when the exact air dates, some of the exact episodes. Um, and like it only goes through the summer, what they have. And then they're, and that includes lower decks. They're like, and lower decks will be the like late summer or whatever. Yeah. So I wonder if I have Discovery, Discovery, they make it a pretty rapid pace now. And the fact that they already started Strange New World season two, second season should take less time than the first season because they have all their pre production figured out. Yeah. yeah. I'm super excited. We're starting to Star Trek podcasts. I mean, um, theoretically, they probably already had all that pre-production done, right? Because yeah. you saw the Enterprise in that second season of Discovery. So, like, they've they've been ready. Yeah. So, I wonder, like, wow, how long? I mean, it doesn't matter. It just seems to have taken them a long time, which maybe is a good thing. It's okay. But I'm just excited about all of it. Ugh, I'm going to watch all the Trek. I, I still need to watch Prodigy. Did, so, I, did Manny recommend it for people who don't have kids? Didn't he say something like that, too? Like, I should watched it regardless I, or what's your opinion i don't think he said that i think he said if you have kids that is okay. what i recall if he said something after that then i missed it um i enjoyed it for what i think I, what i said was i enjoyed it for what it was so even if i didn't have kids i i probably would not have given it a shot but because i did i have now watched episodes without them because i want to know what's going to happen wow so that's kind I, of I, pro- I probably should give it a shot i watched the stupid jurassic world for kids show until it got stupid so the lego one or something else no the the dra- uh camp i can't pronounce crustaceous you guys Cretaceous. yeah the one with like the little kids it's like spun off from there on the other side of the island when jurassic world mm. goes down okay. they've already released like four seasons in like two years of this animated show let me tell you what but, i don't care about jurassic park jurassic world uh, they released the jurassic. snowboarding i mean olympics jurassic Listen, park i'm still doing the east trailer. west don't care <laughs> And that's Danny. all I cared. Star wait, 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 one last thing. Star Trek. I was going to say. Be, is it going to be Star Trek related? Yes, it is Star Trek related. At first, I when they announced Star Trek uh, Starfleet Academy, mm-hmm. in my head, I was like, okay, so we'll be kind of like um, the beginning of Star Trek, the, the film from JJ. But then I was like, oh, no, this is why they spun off Tilly and uh, What's-Her-Face. Now yeah. they, they didn't remove them from their lineup. They just, they're using them to create another show, just like they were doing with other characters. Right. It really is. Some of the shows aren't connected at all, but it really is a Discovery universe. Kind of yes. like Mando is the one spinning and Boba is the one stuff spinning off into other series they've announced. So. Focus. Boba. Focus. You mean Mandalorian 2.5? Yeah. I've yeah. said my okay. piece about Trek now. <laughs> Danny, 
Can you weigh yeah, in? Yeah, I had a couple of questions. Your favorite universe. Let's hear it. What yeah, I had a couple of questions, I, but I think I think you may have answered one of them already. I had no idea what Prodigy was, so my question was: Is that was that a, 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 a cartoon series show, a mm-hmm. serialized show, or, or something like that? But I think you've answered that already now. So it is but a serialized question, show that stars uh, Kate Mulgrew, and so she returns as Janeway. And so you in, get to in see animate, animated like form, or, or mm-hmm. right, gotcha. Okay, it's hey, like CG you... animation, and it's on Nickelodeon gotcha. at okay. the same time as a uh, Paramount Plus. Yeah, gotcha. And this, and the second question was more for you guys. I think it's great that you, the the the, the big Star Trek fans, have, have have now got a lot of stuff to get their teeth into and a lot of content to to you know complain about, bitch about, or love whatever whatever us fans do. Um, but what I was going to ask you was, is what do you think has been the catalyst for this? Because the films weren't as big as they hoped they would be, hence the big Star Trek hasn't quite made the impact on the big screen that Star Wars has. But the TV stuff seems to have really taken off from what I can see since Enterprise, because what I remember was... Um, you mean Discovery? Uh, uh, Discovery, yeah. Enterprise wasn't as well received. Deep, uh, Deep Space Nine and Voyager had like mixed kind of reviews, and they're quite old now as well. Yeah, like, fifteen. I think it's twenty over ten maybe. years since we had so Star what Trek do you think on TV. Been, I mean, I, I know I've seen some of Discovery, and I've enjoyed most of Discovery. Season two, especially, I wasn't a huge fan of season one, so I can see how it, it's got better. But do you think that's been the big shift, or streaming services as a whole, and seeing that? that is the home for Star Trek and not the big screen or a combination of the above. Question to you guys, because I'm happy you guys have got shit you love and enjoy, but I'm not as excited by any of this, but basically because I don't know about any of it mm. other than the basics, obviously. I would Nick, say it's all go first, go first. I would say it's all because of Paramount Plus. Um, and I mean, they start with one show, Discovery, that does have a large budget that you would never, but that's kind of how all these shows are being launched these days. Like, and then obviously if it doesn't work out, there wouldn't have been a second season or any other shows. Like, I mean, I know Halo is getting some of the Star Trek money that they've made, but you know, they're releasing shows that look movie quality on most networks. And I guess it took off enough that they were like, oh, let's keep going. That would be my thought process. Yeah. I don't, I have not read, nor can I think of any reason that it is any one thing that you said. I think it's a combination of all of those things. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, It came along at the right time. Um, people were kind of hungry, I think, generally for Star Trek. And I do think that you're right. Television is the right home for Star Trek because you get to balance that. There are people who like a more action-y type. And then there are other people who want that more high concept sci-fi type stuff. And so on television, you're able to do all that stuff. Whereas when it's just restricted to the movies, it's, it is only one of those things it's hard to balance all that stuff out um and so do you think the sorry go ahead sorry no i was just gonna say the older stuff that hit uh, it was all based on the same universe so it either had to be one of those things or the other and now they they basically have a clean slate to do almost whatever they want and i think that that helps as well yeah so i was going to ask then so this the, the the current um Backstreet Boys reunion tour thing that we've been going through for the last couple of years has kind of helped that then with uh, having a more at-home active viewership on the small screen um, yeah. and with Star Trek having some quality as well with, with Discovery as well. Because I enjoyed the all, I've seen all the old stuff. I've seen Enterprise, uh, uh, um, uh, Next Space. Generation, Voyager, <laughs> Deep Space Nine. I've seen all that and I enjoyed it for what it was. It was, it was there was some 
there were some great episodes there, some great stuff, particularly last season of Deep Space Nine. I, I really enjoyed binging that at the time many years ago. Um, um, but it, it did seem to then kind of fizzle out a little bit and they tried with the movies to feel like it was regenerating Star Trek, but it wasn't until Enterprise really that it kicked off and then boom. So it's almost like a, I guess what I'm saying, it's almost again. like it's been a perfect storm, hasn't it, of good and bad points has led Star Trek to find... Um, it's legs again and they've done a great job yeah. of it as well. So obviously the showrunners and stuff have, have helped that and having people involved that, that care about the projects and stuff have been great. Um, and, um, so good. I'm, I'm happy for you guys. I'm not necessarily going to jump on and what, although I did enjoy the first three or four episodes of lower decks when I, when I found it, um, nice. but I'm not that, you know, enamored Picard. i watched two episodes, but I've been told by you guys that I should stick it out. So I didn't um, say that. Not super I said that, about not, it. Not Jonesy. Yeah, I did not say that. <laughs> Jonesy yeah, no. said the opposite. <laughs> Um, um i will say well, that's what i'm happy for you to have good things for you to enjoy yes. you have nice things thank yeah. you <laughs> i will say that uh that's why i'm finally did turn like switch from being more interested in trek than star wars because it was still you know all we have is the mandalorian as far as tv and yeah i absolutely think star trek works better as tv because i mean they developed the fuck out of like every everyone in the ship is like like you learn more about stance. So I thought it was like an asshole for like the first half of the season. And just, you get so much character development and you still get the action. Um, so it's just star Wars. I think star Wars still has not developed characters. Don't know why you always compare the two. Don't know why you it's always like Marvel and DC. It's not though. It's not though. No. Growing up, it was growing up. It's your kid. You hate star Trek and you love star Wars. Like star Trek is no, cool. it's both. always Trekkie versus, that's, but that's I'm, you know, silly. I'm someone who loves all of it. No, like Marvel, I, DC. so I think yeah. you're right in that it's silly jammer, but Nick is right. That is the comparison. There are lots of people. There are people out there. Listen, I don't care. You're shaking your you're head wrong. at me. You're wrong. I don't give a fuck about no, your I think you were I'm wrong, wrong you, and that's the point. I'm telling you from the perspective <laughs> of like, I, I do think that Nick is right. And there are people who are like, I, this is like what I like over here. And it, it encompasses all of the things that they think Star Wars is. And there are other people who are like, no, 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 I want it to be more highbrow. I want it to be more high concept. And they like Star Trek. Now, it's great that all of us like vassal between both of them and just don't really care. Um, and I think you especially eschew like all of the fandom type stuff. But that said, that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Mm -mm. I didn't say it doesn't exist. I just said, Nick, sh it shouldn't be a comparison. Personally, I don't think it should be a comparison. I didn't say that the comparison didn't exist. I just don't think it should be there. I'm just using the see... archetype from growing up as a kid and hearing Star Trek versus Star Wars. Well, I feel like the growing up before as a the kid, internet was even a thing. Kids just don't like Star Trek usually unless their dads watch it. It's like it's not something that is is as kid friendly as Star Wars. I love Star Trek as... as a kid. Did you? I it okay, yes, I thought it was absolutely. boring as shit. So I loved it. Like I still remember the Wonder Years episode where they parodied Star Trek. I was like, oh, that's the only episode of the Wonder Years I remember. The one of yours was also boring. <laughs> I thought the show was, was so boring. That's what I'm saying. That's that's why it's the only one that I remember. We have spent clearly. I'm just bored by everything. I was about to say we you spent are. a lot of time on this topic. Do you have anything to say about Star Trek other than shooting down shit that Nick? Rice no. Did? All right. No. All right. All right. Guys, ready for the next story? Engage. I'm glad Jammer's back uh, because I don't want to have him not here for this thing. Jason Momoa is joining the family. <laughs> Not the mafia. You need see. God damn it. See, that's why I'm glad Jammer's back. Anyway, <laughs> Fast Ten. It has been reported 
like previously there were some rumblings, there were some talks, but now it is official that Jason Momoa will be joining Fast 10 in what is going to be part of a two-part movie finale to end the Fast franchise. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And he's going to be joining as an antagonist. And so like the scuttlebutt is that he will be joining up with Cypher and doing something. And I think this will be Charlize Theron's last appearance in number 10. Um, Doubt it. Doubt it. She's there for the long haul. She's going to be the, she's going to be the new Hobbs and Shaw put together. You're going to have, they're going to have a spinoff. It's just going to be her arguing with herself the entire movie and trying to one up herself. So I'm just not arguing with those terrible dreadlocks. I don't mm. believe this is actually going to be the end. It's like the I final destination. I agree. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, like Dr. Manhattan says, right? It never ends. So they already had that with the Fast or Fast and Furious where they switched, they, they made that be the reboot as opposed to the Fast and the Furious. It was Fast and Furious. So they're going to have to come up with another method of doing that for the 11th, the inevitable 11th movie. Start going prequel direction. Anyway, let's let Josie finish the story. Or was that it? I mean, that's really all there is to the story. We know that he is coming on board. Um, and so my question to you guys was going to be, oh, and so this is against the backdrop of The Rock coming out and being like, fuck, no, I'm not going to be in this. And we kind of already talked about this, um, that he talked about, you know, basically that Vin Diesel was being manipulative in um, some of the things that he was saying in the public about a conversation it sounds like they already had in private. Um, so on the heels of that, uh, they have turned around and secured Jason Momoa for the next sequel. Uh, does this excite you guys? And I'll start with Jammer because I know the answer from you other two chuckleheads. <laughs> I mean, I mean, colleagues. That I mean, I uh, respect. I'll, I'll like. Uh, sure. I mean, I like Jason Momoa. We'll see how it looks in the trailer. Um, I'm not sure, if particularly, you know, anything like, oh, well, now I have to see it. I don't know if it's like that level, but I was gonna see, you know fast 10 no matter what so it's just a matter of they didn't make me less excited for it so i kind of agree with you only but here's my point of disagreement when i heard that john cena was going to be in nine i was disappointed then he surprised Mm. me and so i interesting okay yes because i thought that he because my expectations were like under the floor right and so like he was not terrible i didn't even think that he was bad he was not the worst part of that movie no no he wasn't bad at all i just don't think it was any it wasn't like exceptional for me so in my head i think bumblebee and then i think about this and if you're coming from a bumblebee mindset this is like almost oscar worthy performance yeah he didn't do much in bumblebee he was just kind of there he wasn't bad he was just there he was it was great that actually gives me more reason to want to watch it even if he's bad well I, I, no, I he's not bad in the conversation when jonesy was mentioning bumblebee and fast and furious i thought what the fuck bumblebee is heaps better than that shit but oh you meant john cena was in bumblebee right gotcha and bumblebee <laughs> is, is heaps better than most of the fast and furious movies that's for sure jonesy <laughs> Yeah, I've wanted to see it. It has that Amblin fit. You said it's better than one of them. Is that what you're saying? No, I just said wrong. 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 You sit there in your wrongness while Nick talks about how many Bumblebee movies. How many Fast and Furious movies are better than Bumblebee? While someone else talks, I will think about that. Okay. (laughs) Nick, as someone who doesn't really like this franchise, what are your thoughts about Jason Momoa joining the family? Well, I just watched Aquaman for the first time. And even though I had no feelings for that character, 
director and even Zack Snyder's cut. I really saw his talent come through in a uh, Aquaman film. He's very enjoyable that <clears throat> character. And I'm, and I'm sure I'll, I'll see more from the actor coming up. Um, otherwise, here's the, okay. So he's the bad guy, right? So he'll be the good guy by part two and part of the family. Oh, Is that okay. how all the movies work? And then they'll add Dave Batista in part two. I'm surprised he's not in this franchise. But that's I feel like that's I've a good yet, lesson, right? Yeah. Like you can you can just bring everybody on your side. Yeah, that's true. By the end, there won't even be any bad guys, and I'll just ride into the sun. Not one character dead unless they died off. Like, well, not one character dead forever. They'll all come back. Except, and ride except off for the ones the that they that died already. Oh yeah, Gal Gadot. I was gonna say in back. real life, like Paul Walker won't be back, but. Every other character oh, yeah. who Obviously. died, like Han, can be brought back, and they'll ride into the sun. That's again. But they can use that, that about you it. know, that Mandalorian deepfake technology to bring back Paul Walker again for a, a proper I role in think, the next movie. I still think most movies it feels disrespectful, with the exception of one I've seen recently. I don't want to spoil the film, but like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Those are my thoughts. It does. I mean, I'm probably not going to see it still. So and I, I, I don't believe it's like the, the franchise. End. Yeah. And I still don't believe it's the end. And they'll just continue with different actors, even if uh, Ben Diesel's think says he's done. So here's the thing. We will not agree. Yeah. Like as I'm tallying up the Fast and Furious movies and comparing them to Bumblebee. Oh, that's what you're oh yeah. No, no. Yeah, no. I'm bringing it back. I'm <laughs> like, is it he back, making maybe. fun of me with his fingers? No, no. We just we won't agree. Uh, because I like Tokyo Drift. You hate Tokyo Drift, right? Oh, it's the worst. See, and I like Tokyo it's Drift. Embarrassing. It's, it's embarrassing. it's embarrassing. Two is embarrassing. It's, uh, no, I mean, yeah, it is, but it's I like two CGI. But cars, I can understand it's, it's not good. Okay, I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm not gonna That's say it's good. Those are all points. Like are we starting an argument? You were like, hey, it's here's still, a, here's it's a still better. It's still better than three, though. No, it's not. And so that's okay, that we'll is the movie. Okay, that's the movie that I think it hinges on. You think you think that's better than Bumblebee, though? You think? Tokyo Drift is better than Bumblebee. I enjoyed Tokyo Drift more than Bumblebee. Yes, crazy. Like I can't. I can hear the soundtrack <laughs> in my head. As I don't care I th- if you can hear no, the no, soundtrack in your head. Things about it that I just I love. I, I hear just, voices I in my head. It. You don't see me doing anything crazy. Hey, you know what? I don't know what. Well, we haven't <laughs> seen him. Murder. Um, I've just heard rumors. Hmm? Okay. Murder? Well, that's that's a that's definitely a choice. So if you like. Fast and Furious 3 better than Bumblebee. There's no coming back from that. That's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> we're not going to agree. At least I can acknowledge that. I'm just saying. Like, is, it, just, is there any Fast and Furious movie that is worse than Bumblebee besides two? He said two. Oh. So I think nine is worse. Okay. Um, and I think that worse, I would just say nine. Nine is the one that I think is objectively worse. Just, one, just, just not even the first one. No. What the fuck, dude? Oh. Okay. You know what? I'll tell you what. Just to make this amicable, <laughs> I'll give you the first one. I'll okay. even give you the second one. Okay. Give him the second one. <laughs> you know what? That still makes most of them better to me. That's all that matters. Okay. Okay. You guys ready to move on? Let's, I, I think we're ready oh, yeah. to move on. Although Danny needs to give his comments about how excited he is about <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. Totally forgot. He was so quiet over there. He was like hiding behind his microphone. He loves like, his Momoa. He loves his fast. Come on, let's hear it. What? Uh, you're spinning a wheel, right? Spinning wheel. That's <laughs> <Furious. laughs> I was trying to move this along. I don't care. Next. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next on the news? The next thing on the news is I don't I don't really care about this, but Dakota Johnson is going <laughs> to oh, be joining. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's going to be joining the Spider like Sony's 
Spider-Verse. She's going to be coming in as Madam Web, uh, which I think is interesting because this is generally as I've seen her in older characters, someone who was introduced in the 1980s. And she's an individual that kind of ties together all of the different Spider-Verses. And so she's going to be joining us. And there there really aren't too many more details other than that. Um, Is it said it's going to be her own movie or is it going to be in just the universe? No, it's her movie. Say, I thought it was her own movie. Yeah. I mean, and I know I he, there was a movie in the works like three or four years ago, but yeah. I mean, I don't know if those are still around. We'll probably still get no. Agent Aunt May eventually too. Yeah. So Silver this Black is going actually to be terrible. I thought that Agent Aunt May thing. What's her name? From, hmm. I was like, it's not going to be uh, what's her name from Mercy No Way Home anymore. <laughs> That'd be it's different May. universe. Mercy Tome. Yeah, you could go back in time. We got Barry. I was going to say it's different universe anyway. Just cast yeah. somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Already had like yeah we've had three live action animes. You guys excited yeah. about uh, anything with regards to Madam Web? We'll go in reverse order since Danny didn't care about Fast and Furious. Do so you care about Spider Man and Madam Web? Uh, not until we get something more than just this person might be the actress playing this one. I mean, it, are we thinking that this they're still going ahead with the news we got a couple of years ago with the Madam Web movie itself, or they completely changed that now? Now they're just going to try and use her as a character to link the other films. What do you think? So this seems like it is her own movie, which I think wow. makes it slightly more interesting. It makes yeah, me it's more the one curious. that S.J. Clarkson is directing, and if I recall, she did Star Trek. Is that am I mistaken on that one? S.J. Clarkson, the director, she did something what, of, of, a, of a Star of Trek a film with, or one of the shows. Yeah, or one of the movies. No way, she done the movies. I know her name. No, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones oh. and Succession. Close. Oh, okay. So I want to s- wait. Which season go. of Jessica Jones? Uh, who has a good question? That is a good is. question. Because uh, this is what's going to decide am I in or out. Well, to be fair, directing yes. is different from 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 writing. Sure, maybe. Uh, but if you if you were a director, you saw that script. 2015. You can't make it. You can't change it. You're a TV. You're a, you're a hired hand. I don't care. I don't care. We mean you don't care. Okay. Uh, she can't change remember? it, but I can decide. That's what's going to happen. So, uh, so emotional. <laughs> I am emotional. <laughs> sleepy. That's what's going on. I'm here next, looking at the episode. If we're going opposite here, order, right? One. Yeah, while he's doing uh, oh, his yeah. school, so season he's one. Being season one. Season one. Okay, now I'm on board. Season one. I'm slightly yeah. more interested. She was on AKA Ladies Night and AKA Crush Syndrome, which I believe are episodes one and two. Hey, those are the best episodes. Maybe. I don't remember. Nick. And also Succession. Don't watch it. Nick. Yeah. How you feel talking? No, I'm kidding. Madam Wave. I really, every time uh, Sony Marvel inter- announces something, I'm like, this sounds stupid. Mostly because I don't think they can handle their own shit, even if it is like a cool character you'd like to see. Um, is Madam Web a cool character that you'd like to see? I, all I remember about her is from the animated series from the 90s, and that's very little. So she just shows up sometimes to help Spider-Man, right? And she, Wasn't she in a wheelchair? No, she's like and like sits on a web all the time because she is okay. old and like but people who have been posting pictures next to Dakota Johnson have been posting pictures of some younger Madam Web with like long red hair that almost looks more like Spider-Woman so I guess she's been updated at some point in some universe Okay, uh, I, I would be except for making it a big Spider-Verse I don't know why she needs her own movie it looks like it's her mending the multiverse or something yeah um I don't recall her being in a wheelchair jammer, but I do remember her being blind. Like that was her. You know, I think it is. Is she was sitting in her little pod that she sits in feels wheelchair esque to me. I think that's what okay. it is. Mm. 
Got it. And I think in my mind, it just auto completed to that's a wheelchair because I couldn't <laughs> fill in the blanks in my head because I haven't seen it in years. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch all these Sony movies. I'll watch any Spider-Man movie, whatever. I, mean, I love I like it, the way you, but you I'm on the train to these things. Like, I'm on it. I'm not getting off. I'll, I'll ride this thing into the brick wall if I have to. I've only like but, not you know, seen to be two fair Marvel I've, movies ever. So Fan Four Stick and uh, seen, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I haven't mm. seen exactly. I haven't seen those two either. That's the only um, two I can think of. Besides, fans haven't gotten the me. blade yet. <laughs> I didn't see Rise of the Silver Surfer. I think um, I saw most of it working at a movie theater. <laughs> Enough of it. Not. You know, I, I I could see this being. I feel like Madam Web is a character that is just like fodder for Into the Spider Verse or whatever the Spider Verse yeah. movies are. And I could see this being a twist where it's like, just kidding, she's actually just a voice, kind of like how uh, Catherine Hahn played Octavius or uh, Octavia. Octavia. What's her name? In? <laughs> Octavia, Octavia, yeah. in um in the first one. But like, I mean, who knows? Who knows? But as as uh, Nick said there is apparently a younger version of the character that everyone is, is throwing up comparisons to. Um, I know nothing about that. that. I, I don't know nothing about Madame Webb in any incarnation, so I can't say one way or another, but oh she God. exists. Danny, can you save us? Do you know anything about Madame Webb? Absolutely nothing at all, other than right. the news we got two years ago. So I, I've got nothing yeah. on this whatsoever. Nope. All I remember is what I remember from being a kid. That's about it. And I yeah, think a lot like of said, it is informed by what Nick said from the animated, animated show. series. But I, it's been forever since I watched that. I remember what she looks like. <laughs> and I thought she helped out Harry, I mean, not Harry Potter, Peter, pa- wow. <laughs> Peter Parker. <once laughs> wow. <laughs> well, last week I called Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hunt almost multiple times. So <laughs> that's funny. I mean, that's that's on brand for Nick. That's very yeah. on brand. Oh, well, yeah, it was not a surprising mistake. Okay. <laughs> uh, anything else to say about this before we move on? Cool. Nope. I'm hearing nope. nothing and we're moving on. So we got a trailer for Halo, the long gestating series. And we've gone through multiple iterations of this, right? There was, I think there was going to be a version um, way back in like 2010 or even mm-hmm. before Peter that. Jackson movie. Yeah. Peter Jackson. Well, directed by Neil Blomkamp or whatever. Right? That just one, like, it's just, it was all over. And I think even in District 9, there were um, weapons, right, that looked like weapons straight out of Halo. And so, yeah. you know, we've, we've just been waiting on this for a very long time. And we finally got a trailer. This is a show that's going to be uh, premiering on um, Paramount Plus in March. So I know that I'm fairly excited for it. I'm, I don't know how you all feel about it. Now, I'm going to start with Danny, mostly because... I think this is this is the game, right? This is the game that got you out of the game. It was, it was the um, my first. You little rage monster. Let's hear about it. Yeah, with Halo Three. Was it Halo Three? Uh, the Xbox. Yeah, Halo Three uh, on the Xbox. When I first got the Xbox, that was when the new generation of head mic stuff was coming out, and you could uh, interact and play with with people around the world and things. And I really, really enjoyed this one. I actually quite got into the uh, not just playing the game but some of the lore as well i don't remember too much about it uh, cam one of our fellow um uh contributors to the to the website he he's been a little bit more involved in the books and stuff and he mm-hmm. remembers a bit more yeah. of the canon so he was reminding me as he was talking about this trailer about certain aspects of the trailer that look like they're stolen from a game and a book and then melded together i love the way it looked i like the fact that they seem to have made it a little bit more earthbound action for now but i feel that was maybe just a budgetary thing and to 
bring new people into the show. I think if they jump straight in with the aliens, for want of a better word, it might confuse people a little bit. So to bring in more of a human element first and then some spattering of the aliens, at least that's what the trailer's given us. I think that was a way to bring people in that aren't necessarily Halo fans from the games and maybe attract a wider audience. But from what I've seen, I loved it. I love the way it looks, the production value. I like the way the action was done. Uh, and I like the fact that at the moment, Master Chief is keeping his helmet on, although game-wise, it's not such a big thing if he takes the helmet off. It's not like a Mandalorian thing because um, he has been known to take the helmet off in, in later games, I believe. I think Cam uh, I like said it, he's I mean, read that he will take off the helmet. He probably will. Yeah. Quite a few times. Yeah. But I like the fact the trailer kept it on because it adds mm -hmm. that, that mystique about the character right now. It gets people into it. Oh, who is this? Who is this guy? Why is he so fucking important? Why is he the Master Chief and all that stuff? So, yeah, I'm, right. I'm in. I'm sold. Look, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Okay. Nick Dahl, it's here. I had no excitement for it until I saw the trailer. Now, I didn't realize it was happening this fast because I didn't know, really know it was even in production until I saw the teaser. And the teaser was so teaser. I'm like, oh, they're probably just early on shooting and they're showing that. And then they have this full like theatrical length trailer. And I don't know any of the lore. So I've been asking people like Cam, like how close does I actually look to any of it? But as a non-fan of the games, I've only played multiplayer. So I don't know any of the story. I'm very, very excited. I think it looks very good. Like the trailer's cool with the choice of music and just like the, you know, it looks like Star Trek. It looks, it's a quality of Star Trek is what it looks like. It's going to be like action packed. I mean, that's unlike Star Trek, but like it, it looks high budget and like very much the lore when he touches the thing and it like gives him different memories or whatever. And yeah, I'm intrigued. The, the trailer got me excited and just even like, curious like oh what's this about like i know it's called halo but what's a halo and like stuff like that well if you see moonfall you know what a halo is fuck <laughs> well i thought that's what it was was a big round thing around a planet but he like touches an item and calls it halo so no he's like um, i found halo or something yeah it's just an artifact that's not what a halo is like i was Halo's like it's like in the landalorian that's what it is like that one, I mean, Boba Fett. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. But so, is it also a space station or just like? No, a, I mean, I was I was weapon? being serious. If you've seen um, Moonfall, you've basically seen what a Halo is. So we'll get into it in a little bit. And that's one of the okay. reasons why this is the last story before we get into the movie, and that's that's why because there are elements of that movie where it's like that's the Halo ring, with one exception. That I know of. So, Halo Ring has an atmosphere. So you didn't see Moonfall, right? No, I did not. This, the rings that we saw in Moonfall might. Okay. Oh, they definitely did. But I mean, but I mean, like Halo, I feel like also has like Earth like terrain. And again, I don't know if Moonfall doesn't, but it does. It oh, does. Okay. Well, never mind then. You done now? I was, in, done? in my mind, I was auto completing with the Mandalorian because in my head, it's like, that's just like a artificial thing. It also reminds yeah. me of Elysium. The Mandalorian scene did it a lot. Um, yeah, I feel like we're walking into uh, Simpsons did it trailer territory I mean, with Halo. It's like fine. No, no, no. I'm saying like all of the things that we're talking about. Halo was the one where it's like here is a, a orbital ring with an atmosphere or that people live on that has a habitat. Like it all yeah. is very reminiscent of Halo. Okay, I thought that was a, is, a weapon in the comp. I mean this books for some reason but now so I that know. is one difference the only difference is 
those rings can destroy all life. So they emit a blast that can do that shit. But other than that, everything else is the same. I do want to just make a slight comment feeding into Moonfall that Ronald Emrich, anyone ever tried to pronounce the last name? Roland Roland Emrich. Roland. 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 (laughs) Did you say Ronald? Uh, You you, you get both words. I see like those two words that look like kind of together. And I'm like, okay. Um, I know but, why you um, did that. You were watching Peacemaker this week, weren't you? It's like Wolfgang <laughs> Pearson. But um, <laughs> I just, I, he had a comment about how there's no uh, Star Wars and like a different comment than Scorsese, who's like, big movies are ruining Hollywood because he's obviously making the big stupid movies and that's his thing. But yeah, he was like, Star Emmerich Wars and exactly making fucking Macbeth yeah. or anything. It was like Star Wars and uh, Marvel <laughs> are ruining the industry because there's no originality. And it's like he just of took course. something from Halo, and there's been like a Moonfall two announced before Moonfall came out, or at least they're hoping for. But this movie's probably going to flop hardcore, and get beaten yeah. by a Jackass movie anyway. Now you can go on to your. I'm just assuming Jackass will beat it. Maybe, maybe people need Jackass. There's a lot in that movie. word salad to tease apart. Um, I kind of agree with some of what you're saying, um, but I don't want to. I don't want to jump on the Moonfall yet. Oh, okay, because I haven't given my I don't either. thoughts yet. Yeah, I was like me either. Oh yeah, shit! <laughs> I thought, we, yeah, sorry. I just when you brought up the ring, I was like, oh, You're like this is the perfect transition. I've spoken, so let's go ahead and go into the next topic. Nick has said his piece. Ooh. Let us move on. I've spoken. <laughs> that is the way. I have spoken. Gamer, can't believe I missed that. Let's let's hear your halos. What's up? That's why we're here. <sighs> I hate to be the stick in the mud. Uh, like no, it's okay. It was uh it didn't look very good visually to me. It looked kind of artificial and cheap and just it kind of reminded me of this web series Forward Unto Dawn, except you know, a little bit more high budget. It looks not as real as the Mandalorian, even though the Mandalorian uses almost completely CG backdrops, or at least artificially made backdrops in one way or another. Um, it just didn't look it looked, I mean, all I'm probably actually, I would say I would watch it, but I'm not sure this is going to be enough to get me over to even watch Paramount Plus. It looked a bit stupid. Like just the way there was like the way the story they're going for, it just felt just so surface level basic. And obviously maybe it'll be more, but it just, it just seemed like it was kind of hitting all of the notes and of like, oh, people want to see this. They want to see Master Wheel wielding a fucking Gatlin gun doing shit, blow explosions. It felt kind of like that um, for me. Anyways, nothing particularly exciting. It just it, it kind of felt Starship Troopers esque to me as well, um, and I just I was just not feeling it. I'm open to the idea of it changing my mind, but I just wasn't feeling it personally. Um, I do like the games. I read a couple of the novels. I've only please I played the first two games. I will say I I, st- I fell off after Halo Two, but I played the shit out of the first two games, like probably hundreds of hours into both of those. Um, I don't really remember the mythology that much at this point. But I'm not getting a lot of what I felt in the game here. Um, I don't disagree with you. So you're not a stick in the mud. And so E-Man from E-Man's Movie Reviews, who we've had on the show to talk about the recast T'Challa movement, he tweeted this out and was asking, like, you know, what do you what do you all think about it? And the first thing that I said was it looks cheap, but I'm still I still want to see it. Um the practical effects i don't i cannot tell if these covenant because that's what these aliens are um if they're practical or cgi or a blend between the two but they don't look particularly good um 
And that doesn't deter me from wanting to see this series because one, I like Halo, just like Jammer. I read the books. And so I'm really interested in the lore. I'm curious what they're going to do with this. And you get elements of seeing. So John 117 Master Chief. And you see him talking to Bokeem Woodbine and you get elements of what happened to them when they were kids. And so they're going to dig into that backstory. And so Pablo Schreiber, who if you've seen um, American Gods, he was in that. And he's an actor that I really enjoy. And I think that he can add that uh, weight and pathos to all of those things. And so those are the things that kind of get me more interested in it, more so than just what I saw. so I'm interested in, in it from that perspective. But yeah, there is something about it that it does not look good. And it's funny, Nick, you said that they get the Star Trek money. I remember seeing the opening scene from the beginning of Star Trek 2. I'm sorry, Star Trek Discovery Season 2. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I could not believe what they were doing on television. You remember the pods when they were flying through the asteroid? Fields? Yeah. Like, it was amazing. The finale of that show, stuff. too. This season. is not even close. And, and I, in all fairness, maybe they're just saving that stuff for the show because even Boba Fett this season, like the beginning of the series, you're like, this doesn't look particularly good. And now towards the end of it, the back half of the show, you're getting to see um, where they spent that money. So maybe there's something more to it other than that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, I'm going to give it its fair shot. Like I said, as somebody who's really into the games and really into the mythology, I'll probably go play Halo right after we're done. <laughs> uh, I'm going to watch the show. And so it's going to premiere on 24 March of this year. I'm going to try and get Danny to uh, download the Halo Infinite so we can rage together on these people. I always think about the, um, the Marilyn Manson song, Killing Strangers. That's like my theme song for Halo because <laughs> I'm just going to go kill strangers. Like that's what I'm going to do. Um, I will say I am blessed with the childlike mind that just loves stupid action and can't tell when CGI is bad. Everyone else is like, that looks terrible. I'm like, it looks dope. Like <laughs> it's movie quality. And everyone else is like, it doesn't look that good. And I'm like, I don't, I guess not. I even like, well, they said to the name out Mandalorian jammers like, no, that does not look like movie quality. Yeah. I, I don't. The thing is, it is being bombarded with things on television that look better. And so, again, I I think the comparison that I made was even in Boba Fett, like you see that swing of like, this doesn't look particularly good to all the way to now, um, where it's just like, holy crap, you've got Halo rings and Naboo fighters and X-Wings and CGI Luke, like, oh, that was half your budget for the show right there. So, yeah, it's like they saved money on the first ones. I didn't think of that. I think, I mean, Halo looks great for TV 10 years ago, but it looks pretty par for the course for me now. Yeah. Um, but at the, same, at the end of the day, whether or not it looks cheap, at the end of the day, Nick, you're right, doesn't really matter. As long as it's passable and it like puts me in the atmosphere in some way, it's as long as it's passable, it's fine. I can look past most bad CGI or most best bad production design if the story and acting is good. What I'm worried about is, to your point, you said, you know, the story looks basic. This is a game that's 20 years old and we would have should have gotten something like this, like, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago. I am concerned yeah. that the cupboard is bare and I'm curious if they're going to be able to bring something that we either haven't seen before or is the story just that um, good and resonant that in regardless of whatever form it appears, it'll still be good. That I don't know. Like the, like the John Carter effect. 
Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. For those who don't know, John Carter is essentially an old hundred some odd year old story that was adapted into that John Carter Disney movie. Um, and the story itself was like an archetypal type story that was aped many, many times over the past century. Plus the point where when the movie came out, it felt basic. Yeah. Interesting. Because Dune's kind so of the many same versions thing. Of it. But obviously he's better filmmakers and stuff involved where it's like Dune's been redone a thousand times. Like Star Wars. Like, you know, like not actual takes on it, but tropes. Yeah, not, I'm not, I can't Things say that I'm weren't tropes in the original that. book have been done over and over and over again, just like you were talking about. Mm. Um, but I think there's probably a bit more substance in that one. I have oh, I'm sure there books, is. I can't yeah. say for sure. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like in John Carter, there, there might not be a lot more substance that wasn't already in the book. I think that's sort of the difference. Um, but I see your point. Yeah. Okay. Anything else before we move on? No, nothing else. Uh, really, what I was hoping was that Danny was going to say he's going to download Halo. But, uh, I guess. No. Oh, wait, where was the fucking Halo music? No. I think it was there. No, I wasn't. recall it being there. Absolutely, well, I have not watched it. A cover of a. Okay, oh, in the air tonight. Yeah, you're right. Which is part of the reason um, I dug the trailer. I'm like, cool music editing. Like, no, okay. So here's what I'm hoping. I think I did the jammer thing. I think my brain auto completed that when they showed the logo, they switched to the Halo music. If they didn't do that, did that's too. a huge misstep because almost like we we've talked about with like the music from the Avengers. I think that the music from Halo is at this point iconic. And mm -hmm. if they did not put that in the trailer, somebody fucked up because a trade or a cover of in the air tonight. I remember watching that and not thinking that that did shit for me. Um, yeah, that's absolutely wrong. I'm gonna have to watch it again after this. Yeah. God damn it. I hope you're wrong. Please be wrong. This is like <laughs> the trailer I've watched the most since, uh, the trailer for, uh, the Nick Cage movie on bearable talent or whatever. Mm, no. Bearable burden of being a cage. Yeah. Is that it? I was like, I don't know. It looks fantastic. What? I don't need what? to remember the title. <laughs> it's one know. of those long titles where you're like, or even Halt and Catch Fire, which I watched for years without actually knowing the title. Like, cause it's What's hard to remember because it's such a weird that title. Did you see the title sequence every time you turn it on? Yes. Yeah, but it's not like, I don't know. It's not like, it's a weird like phrase. It. And even when you tell some people to watch it later, they're like, what, wait, what show did you tell me to watch? I can't remember the title at all. You're like, Halt and Catch Fire. And they're like, okay. Lee, how many shows has Lee Pace done? You know who Lee Pace is. Yeah. That's the name. I've never heard you screw up. Right. Did, so it's a Lee uh, Pace TV show. What, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, that's probably what, did, what I would have uh, called it. Lee Pace. Oh, what is the name of that one like Harry? did? Oh, not, not, show. Not, the, not the good place. What's the name of the other show he Daisies. did? Daisies. That, Pushing Daisies. That was he it. Said the exact I, kept say, I was like, Daisies. Well, Am I muted? Is this thing on? <laughs> and of course, he's in the Marvel universe. When I was trying to tell my parents who he was before they watched it, or even after they watched it, like he looks familiar. And I'm like, I was naming I'll all this stuff. Tell. And I'm like, oh, he's in The Hobbit. And they're like, oh, yeah, we do recognize his face from The Hobbit. The Hobbit? Yeah, really? he, he's, the only, he's the only 10 foot tall guy in fucking The Hobbit. Was he he's sitting so most tall. of the time? Yeah, he's like the one of the elves, right? Yeah, yeah. isn't he like, like just talking with Gladriel and uh, Agent sure. Smith about sure. like shit's coming, and they're like, "No, let's shit isn't sh coming." Here's what I don't let's, want to remember that. Let's movie. not let's not do anything about it for the next several wanna, decades or whatever. I don't want to remember that movie. To be fair, Move actually, we criticize that, but that that actually, you know, based on everything that we lived through in the past several years, that feels accurate. We're gonna know it's coming, but not gonna do anything about it. That doesn't make it better. 
No, but it makes it feel real. Sure. <laughs> like no. it's actually it would it would feel it would feel less real if they did something about it. Okay. You're right. Just like that whole phrase avoided like the plague. Like that's not a real thing. That's not what humans do apparently. Yeah, humans run toward the plague. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I've got an immune system, baby. Did my own research. Something, something. God will protect me as well. Please don't ban it's us. Not like he created oh, the plague. <laughs> we ain't bringing in bringing in uh, Joe Rogan to you, so let's not uh, push the envelope there. Moonfall. July twentieth. 1969. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. In school, you were taught that Apollo 11 lost contact with the world for two minutes. Not true. something on that day that they kept hidden for 50 years and now it's too late to stop jamie bring it up for me what he says a reference to the show i've never actually referenced joe rogan (laughs) jamie can you bring that up can you bring up that article i i have no in google joe rogan controversy you see that there but who's the source on that? Can we, can we trust them? <laughs> I feel like you've watched too much of it. I was about I to mean, say, like, you're, you're, you're. I, mean, I'm not gonna lie. I actually, I have listened to a good amount of the show. I don't listen to what he has to say, but I think the show is entertaining. I haven't listened to it in probably several months, but. Okay. You're part of the problem. You're what got Neil Young removed. <laughs> oh, no, not Neil Young. I just like that he thought that would work. Not to, I don't want to get us too far. Off I mean, to be fair, well, he did start. He did start yeah. a trend to bring in other people. So well, not that many or have a lot more done it. Oh, there's so a few. It's enough that it's a problem. Mm. Yeah. So and that's the idea. But cool for the cool, third cool, time. Cool. You guys ready to move on? Yeah. All right. Moonfall. It's got a 41 percent on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics and a 71% from the audience. It's got a 5 out of 10 on IGN and a 1.5 out of 5 on IndieWire. Uh, this film this film stars Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, John Bradley, and it is directed by Roland Emmerich, and the synopsis is as follows. The world stands on the brink of annihilation when a mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit and sends it hurtling toward a collision course with Earth. With only weeks before impact, NASA executive Joe Fowler teams up with a man from her past and a conspiracy theorist for an impossible mission into space to save humanity. Before we get into our reactions, what I think I loved about this is like I could not stop hearing Jammer's refrain about um, the Godzilla movie. And it was- What was my refrain? We were talking about- um, um, Brian Tyree being a conspiracy theorist as a hero. Oh, you're like, not Roland mm. Emmerich's. Not, not, I said his name wrong again, but not his Godzilla. Yeah, not his Godzilla. Godzilla. No, 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 no. More <laughs> I recent. Thought that Godzilla. made more sense, but yeah. And not the most recent Godzilla, but a Godzilla recent. versus Kong. Is it, is, yeah, yeah, it was that one. Yeah. yeah. So that's the problem. And it was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, not trusting scientists, whatever. Well, and I watched research. the trailer for the first time, the first half Literally of it. Literally, like, oh, this is. An action version of Don't Look Up. And then they revealed the alien thing in the trailer. I'm like, oh, 
Not yeah, so man, much. if you've seen the trailer, you've seen this movie. Um, but I'd like to start with Danny, mostly because we got a treat, right? This is one of those movies. Uh, they did something goofy and weird that I, I haven't seen. I don't think we got a Lego opening scene of this movie. And so did that help uh, soften the blow for you? Because uh, apparently people don't like this movie. And so did what that, does that help me? Did you, Can not you explain what you mean by a Lego opening? No, I haven't. They I released very no, clear. No, 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 no. What they shared so online. Instead yeah. of like sharing a normal clip, they shared the opening clip from the movie done by the Lego oh, company. Yeah, like cute. full on, like cute, official. Right? Yeah. I was like, all movies should do that. The Batman yeah. should do that. <laughs> if you're going to re- Marvel, if you're going to release a clip, release it in Lego. I would love if uh, What's His Face did that. So um, Paul Rudd, when he goes on TV shows and they're like, hey, did you bring a clip? And he always brings like uh, Mac and me, like that clip from Mac and me. So if he <laughs> brought like that. Lego version, yeah, I think it's Conan O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, uh, he goes on there and he does that. But if he did, he actually that with, said he um, can't. The last time he did it was like the last episode. He's like, I won't be able to do it anymore. I'll be able to do it anymore. So yeah, a friend of mine reminded me of that. Anyway, Danny, uh, <clears throat> getting to envision the opening scene of this movie in Lego did that did that help you <laughs> like it any more or less? What was your <laughs> It, what are your impressions? It, it helped me not at all. It, it made me smile because Lego is awesome, but what this fucking movie is fucking awful. I fucking hated it. I never fucking want to see this fucking thing again. It's fucking woeful. It really is. That's my Twitter review. How many characters can I say fucking awful in one fucking review? Awful. I'll find out later. Awful. We should ask Ricky Gervais. He might know. Um, or Peacemaker. Let me, so let me ask you this. What is your tolerance for his films generally? So we've got stuff like Independence well, Day, Day After yeah, Tomorrow. See that, like- this is why it's so disappointing because Independence Day had that charm about it because of the fact that we had some character, I, I, I don't want to use the word development too much, but we had some character development in that movie that actually made you give a shit about pretty much anyone that had a speaking part in that film from the president to Will Smith's character I cared about some of them. And then the dynamic between him and um, uh, Jeff Goldblum, et cetera, it easily washed over all the bullshit science and technical stuff that was, was nonsense. But it was still a really good entertaining action film with aliens because you cared about the characters. This film had nothing redeeming about the characters at all. The script was awful. So from Ronald Emmerich or whatever the fuck we call him, <laughs> director at the moment, he's, it's almost like he's forgotten how to make films with characters in and just wants to show the shiny stuff. And Michael Bay makes better films than this fucking film Absolutely. is. And that's just action nonsense. It really what it took me out of it completely. It really did. The lack of care to the script and the characters meant that I couldn't overlook the dubious science to say the best of it. It was absolutely woeful. And it, and it was really disappointing because Independence Day, even to this day, has a charm about it because you care about the characters in it or you, you at least enjoy watching them and the, the, the script was fun and they had a good interaction with each other. I, honestly, I'm sorry, but it's just a woeful film. It really you know, is awful. I think the, uh, the charm for me, like for whatever reason, every time I think of Independence Day, like I can remember the musical cue. Dun, 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 dun. Like I can hear that. And it makes me smile. Um, yeah. Would you, well, I, I, I can't help but think of Armageddon as well. It, that mm-hmm. was, you know, crazy as it was, but it was fun because of the yeah. characters. You had some fun with them. You overlooked all the other stuff. Because it was fun, but with the in this film. It <laughs> Still love that little rant. 
It's awful. I don't, You've I, seen I that before, Danny, emphasize right? emphasize enough how much I hate this film. I really do absolutely think it's awful. Danny, you've I've seen that, right? Where... Film, I never will, but I did fall back asleep in it. <laughs> in. You've seen Ben Affleck like talking about Michael Blake. It's from the commentary. Just shut up. Yeah. Of Armageddon. Well, He's like, so fucking stupid that a Michael Bay would think it's easier to train <laughs> drillers to be astronauts and to train astronauts. He basically, got told like, to shut the fuck the up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the fuck was he thinking? <laughs> uh, I, I could I could nitpick it for the whole two and a half hours that the film was actually running for two. And a half it was hours. two and a half hours. No, well, it, it felt like two ten. Well, there you go. Two, it, it that's two hours long. longer than it should have been, Jammer. <laughs> 10 minute film you would be down if it was a short film yeah oh don't fucking just if credits. the moon touched the earth it would be over it is no going back into fucking orbit and shit it didn't touch it was what the fuck is a gravity wave let's just have high water let's take off the chinook and fly into the wave not away from the wave fuck me awful <laughs> absolutely awful nonsense oh Ghastly, <laughs> Jammer, don't watch this, buddy. Watch the Lego short, have fun, and switch over. <laughs> that sounds good. It makes me happy. I didn't have a chance to see this movie because you guys were all like gung ho about this movie. You guys were the slack on, like, oh, yeah, Moonfall. Let's do Moonfall. Well, I, I think like the reaction I don't have time. Everyone else was like, we definitely don't want to do Jackass Nick. You're a fool. So we're gonna pick the other I was not movie. expecting it to be as bad as this. I was hoping for an Independence Day, Armageddon, even a deep impact 2012 Ooh. film might have been more enjoyable. I didn't like deep this impact. Was awful. Well has he done another single movie that people did like? Yeah. Like 2012 I hate Godzilla I liked as a kid. Um Independence Day 2, obviously terrible. I never watched his little like independent Shakespeare movie about Shakespeare stealing. <laughs> I can't believe he directed that movie. Yeah, I think the closest he came to making something that people like is um, Day After Tomorrow. Like, and I, I say like the closest. That's true. I don't, I forgot. I don't know. Was, that, I the, was, was that the one with um, Jake um, Gyllenhaal? Jake, yeah. Yes. And who is his dad? Uh, my, uh, Quaid. Uh, my, uh, Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Dennis Quaid? Yeah, yeah, I just made that right. name up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. I just love Nick from South Park, where they're like running from the cold. You can't see what the cold is because they're literally running from cold. And there's a scene in a they do redo that on South Park where they're like, we can't stop going, we'll freeze to death. And there's just like nothing chasing them, and they don't have any tense music because it's making fun of the scene. And they're just like, no, we gotta leave it behind. And then yeah, literally a guy's like, ah, ah, even though nothing's happening to him. Sorry. Ronald or Emrick or whatever his name is. Hamburglar made a movie. Nick Dahl. What did you think of it? However, I didn't get to see it. Oh, you didn't see it? No, but I'm still here it's to talk about it. You, what? I didn't realize that. That's Weren't I you told you guys one, like, like three times. I wasn't able to make it. But this is, this is typical <laughs> Nick pushing for Scream and then not showing up for Scream. I didn't push for, I said, should we do this? Should we do this? Should we do Nightmare Alley? Should we do Cosby Wait, no, or should Scream. we do Jackass? He saw Scream. No, he's talking about the time I made you guys watch the first one and I wasn't able to be on that podcast. He's not talking about the new <laughs> Scream. He's talking about the time you guys watched the first Scream. Because it was I like probably an October show, I'm guessing. Um, well, oh, I, 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 right. You know why I don't yeah. remember that? It's because we didn't do it. We were like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, but I made you guys watch it. <laughs> like, what are you guys talking about? Oh, right. But um, the episode that we were going to talk about Scream, but we didn't because Nick wasn't there. But we watched it and then didn't talk about it. 
But I will say just on the trailer again, this doesn't make I obviously haven't seen the movie. I can't comment about on it. Oh, no, 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 no. I did find one of the silliest moments. No, no, I did find one of the silliest moments. The one that you guys already talked about where it's like, oh, this guy is a conspiracy theorist. Let's bring him to space with us. Which is oh, very well, there's reasons why he gets so they to go to yeah space. they gave reasons why yeah um Are so good for as my astronauts to drill not uh, well no no um my non spoiler impressions of this movie was it wasn't I think it was terrible it's not particularly good I'll never watch it again um but it I had my expectations appropriately calibrated for because like we've talked about it right. If you've seen Independence Day or the last Independence Day, if you've seen um, 10,000 BC or anything that Emmerich has done recently, like I you're like, that one too. I don't know. But generally, I like Patrick Wilson. I like mm-hmm. Halle Berry. And I like um, John. What is his name? John. Um, crap, his John name Snow. just jumped out of my head. Isn't it John Snow? No, he knows him? nothing. Cena. He knows up. nothing. Um, <laughs> no, not John Cena because I can't see him. Ah, uh, I can't think of that guy. <laughs> Sam was in it though. You just didn't see him. Thank you. Well, Tarly. Was it? Uh, the guy Tarly. that plays Tarly. I cannot think of his name right now. It's John something. Anyway, um, John Bradley. So, oh, is he the fat guy from Game of Thrones? Who's like, yeah, look at you, Samuel Tarly. Well, that's why he always gets made fun of by the other soldiers and they say he's not worth shit. And Jon Snow's like protecting him. But that's now I know what I recognize him from. Um, so I enjoyed them and. I kind of inserted my feelings about them into like I just overlaid how I felt about them because they weren't really characters, right? I was just like, I like them. So um movies ridiculous, it's stupid, and my brain was appropriately calibrated. Well, I think what let me down about this movie the most, um, without getting too into spoilers, is the B plot. I didn't like those are the people where I was like, I don't care about any of these. like if all of them died. I'd be 100% okay with this. And I think what makes that worse is ostensibly you need these people on earth to show who the people on the moon are fighting for. And if I don't care about these people, it doesn't matter how much I like John Bradley or Patrick. In all fairness, yes. Joss Whedon tried that in Justice League. It didn't work there either. Yes, but that was like some bullshit. Um, (laughs) Like that was like, oh, Superman, like it, it was it wasn't just that they had to go save these people. It was the fact that it really just seemed like a reason to take Superman out of the fight. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. not only that, plus it was just bullshit. I don't want to talk about the movie, um, especially since we have like a much better, better version or worse. Than like, Moonfall. Just no, um, uh, I would watch Moonfall 10 times. Before. <laughs> like. You'd have to pay me real money to watch Justice League, Joss Whedon again. Mm. Like, just not. I'd rather anyway. watch Fast and Furious than Moonfall again. Which one? Oh, any, any of the fucking films. Any of them. <laughs> um, let's let's get into spoilers because I cannot, I can't say what I want to say without getting the spoilers. So you guys are ready to be spoiled on I don't Moonfall? Give a shit. Oh, yeah, I, I apologize. Uh, I, I probably spoiled something in my rant anyway, Jonesy. I well, no, you didn't because here's the thing. Right. Here's what bothers me about this movie. I feel like the alien part should have been a twist because in Deep Impact, in Armageddon, that was a natural thing that was happening, right? That was just a natural phenomenon that was happening. 
And in this, maybe they were just afraid of people looking at it and going, oh, you're just doing that again. And so they revealed the, the fact that it was being caused by an alien within yep. the trailer, uh, which I found kind of disappointing. But again, I'll go back to my original issue with the movie. They killed Michael Pena for no reason, <gasps> yep. um, which I was like, why is that happening? Just why? Um, what do you I mean for no like, reason? Describe the guy's in space. So no, he's not in space. So I don't understand why it was Michael Pena. I don't know if he just lost a bet to Roland Emmerich or what, but he plays his character. He's not really a douchebag, but in the context of the movie, he is because he is um, the new husband of Patrick Wilson's ex-wife. So you're like already keyed up to hate him, and uh-huh. they've got kids together, and it's just like you can tell that they're trying to make you feel some kind of way about him. And then they, and they, they rectify that later and they make him into a really nice person. And again, could have been anybody. And I don't understand why it had to be him um, because the role was relatively minimal and not my opinion worthy of him. Uh, so that's, an, that's one B plot character. Yeah. Us, care us, us Latinos don't, don't even have like the, uh, we haven't been troped enough yet in order to get past that like like you know like black people do like they can like, you'll see it the black people dying in these movies as much these days because they've gone through that trope there <laughs> so have been enough we... brown people in these movies we have to get through that trope in order to make it to the still living stage but it's like like that's the thing so he was in um uh battle los angeles battle la yep. and yeah. he didn't die in that not that i recall i don't remember right? okay. i never saw it but had a killer I'm pretty sure i saw it i saw it but i don't remember but he was playing like the same-ish character. Matter of fact, if you told me like, hey, that guy from that movie starts up a car dealership and now he survived, like that's him. Like I'd be like, yeah, okay, I guess. Same guy. Um, shared universe. Shared universe. Different production directors. I hated Halle Berry's husband, not because um, he was a bad character. He was a horrific actor. Like just really bad. And... It, there were things like that that just kind of took me out of it. Like I did not expect this to be high concept or anything like that, but there were things like that that just kind of <laughs> took me out of the movie. Um, it was like, these people are just, are just terrible. Um, my, my, biggest I like- issue with it, my biggest issue with it, Jonesy, was the fact that we had this accelerated timeline where they were, were moving the plot along very, very quickly. Um, but they didn't do it in a way with the characters that, made any sense at all it was super quick cuts okay we must have a scene where the kid goes to jail what kid oh that kid well why do i care about that kid now we have to have the scene where the bad boss of nasa is mean to halle berry's character well now he suddenly quit he literally just quits walks off and gives her his key card and fucks off to, to <laughs> now say she's in charge and you're what, what the how the fuck did that happen and then i have a this- note that says that is not how security clearances work <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, here's your security card. You just fucking hand over the card. There's no it other has no his one name on it. Informed. Yeah, it's absolute bullshit. Um, even when they bring Donald Sutherland's character in, she goes, he goes, you how did you get here? Oh, I've got this key card that someone just gave me. You don't have security clearance for that. And then he says, but then again, it's the end of the world. So I'm going to tell you everything. Exposition, <laughs> plot, you belong. What and there you go, scene cut. Donald Sutherland's gone. What everything Wait. was moved along at such bright. The thing that was super weird about that was what was he doing before thing. that? Remember, he was yeah. polishing a he was polishing a, a revolver. He was and polishing then, a, gu- a gun with one bullet because he was clearly going to kill himself. Now he suddenly gives a shit about security clearance, knowing that the moon is about to crash into the planet. You don't have security clearance for that. 
What, 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 how, you were about to fucking eat a bullet, unfortunately. What? I think it was absolute nonsense. The kid gets hijacked by this gang for some reason, and he gets punched in the stomach. And I swear, the girl that was with him says, "What's wrong, Sonny? You literally just saw me be punched in the stomach, and you're asking me what's wrong, Sonny." And then scene change. They're now outside the compound with someone shooting at them. Scene change. They're in the fucking house of Michael Pena's character. What the fuck? Scene change. Now, now taken this space shuttle from a museum. And they've transported it across the country and it's already on the launch pad prepped to go. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, because that's how easy it is to take a space shuttle that's been in a museum with probably no innards whatsoever, en- engine computers or anything. All you got to do is tow it down the road on a fucking tank and then fly it to Cape Canaveral or wherever it is. Absolute nonsense. But all of this, energy aside was done at such quick pacing that you did not care about the characters. And like Jonesy said, these actors, characters were just not given enough screen time for me to give a shit about them. They were just random B-plot, B-story characters given one line to say, and we meant to care. It was awful in that sense. And that's why I really did not care about anything that happened in the film. I just did not care about the characters. And so for me... Everybody was wasted. I too like Patrick Wilson. I thought he was mm. probably the only person a bit like Ewan McGregor in the Star Wars prequels. Mm. He was the one that seemed to be making some sort of effort with the shitty script he was given and gave some sort of value to the, his character. Halle yeah. Berry tried, but I don't think she was given the best lines. It was awful. I, honestly, I can't express how awful it was. But that quick cut stuff to move the plot along did not work. It worked in yeah. Armageddon. It does. It did not work in, in this film at all. I think one of the other things that, that bugged me about this, and I'll probably get in trouble for saying this, um, what I felt about um, the exchange student, Michelle. So Kelly Yu struck me as a character just like in uh, Independence Day 2, where it's like, hey, we got to get the Chinese audience on board. Mm-hmm. So let's just put this character in here. And I was like, I don't like this. I don't like pander. And I get if, hey, this is the best actor. This is the best, like, whatever for this role. This is what we want to do with this character. That part aside, having seen it once in his last movie, um, I was keyed to not like it here. I was actually, when when she appeared, slightly off kilter, but I see how you felt. When she appeared in the film, I actually thought and kind of, I thought that was very interesting. Turned out not to be true. I actually thought it was Halle Berry's wife, husband, whatever you want, partner, because mm. we had no cue of the marriage apart from the opening scene. I was at your wedding and we danced. And then there she was in the house with this fully grown woman handing her a cup of coffee. And I thought, oh, so they're in, they're in, they're in a, a lesbian relationship and that's mm-hmm. it. And then they had some. But no, she was the Chinese exchange student or Jap- Chinese exchange Chinese. student even though she was clearly a fully fully grown adult, or at least I got the impression she was, just so we could have a scene later where the kid could speak Chinese and bamboozle the robbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, sorry, so, I interrupted your point, which was more interesting. <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew that she wasn't married. In, like, I, there were little things that they put in that scene so you knew what was happening because when she rolls over, she picks up the phone, she picks up with her left hand, there's no wedding ring. Um, you also oh, had that time. That. Okay. Yeah. So there's yeah. a time jump. So in a time jump, you're like, okay, what's different? No ring. Kids older. Okay. She goes downstairs. If she's not married and there's a kid and she's about to leave, that means 
the person that's downstairs is um, the exchange student that's just staying in her house and, and giving her childcare. Um, gotcha. So like, those are the things that I use to put that together. Um, but yeah, I, I did not, I did not feel like it was value add for any other reason than to get folks in China to watch this movie. And I, I, because they also like referenced that. how China was helping us out by donating a rocket and donating yes. tech and stuff like that. Our, our yes. friends in China are helping us out, suddenly yeah. able to get millions of tons of tech from the other side of the planet, even though in three hours' time the moon's going to crash, etc. Given the shit that they're doing in Hong Kong and given the human rights violations yeah. and all of the bullshit that they're doing, like my, I was just, someone in my head was like, fuck you. And yeah. very close to that, very close second to that was, um, John Bradley, uh, all over Elon Musk. That irritated the show. Ah, yes, yes, SpaceX, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, all of his little references and all of like, I don't, I get it. It's I'm a cult of personality face, even though he's muted. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I just, I did not care for those things. Um, I was more interested in some of the concepts that they did in space. I was actually oddly curious what, if anything, would happen with a sequel, um, because they clearly right. set one up. Hmm? Moonrise. Moonrise. <laughs> no, like so getting back to kind of the discussion we were we were having before. So the plot is basically this. The moon is being attacked by a nanomachine AI that was created by our forefathers who are like <laughs> light years away. The moon is a superstructure that is basically it basically seeded the planet with the dna of our ancestors and so inside of it is their old tech yeah it's i think that stuff is cool and you Mm -hmm. actually get a flashback of seeing like what their society was like and also the stuff and like what happened there's a there's exposition that is weirdly done um but you get some of that um explanation of how and why it came to be um and so within that they set up the idea of like, okay, now we've got to get started. And you're like, get started doing what? And then the movie ends. And so the earth is basically decimated at the end of the movie. And you know that somehow, some way humans are probably going to have to leave and they're going to likely do it on the moon, which is a giant Dyson sphere slash spaceship. They ended yeah. it like the end of Halo. Was like, they I ended it like the end of the started. last Independence Day. Yeah. Yeah. We're going like to bring them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I have some not box office numbers, wait, wait, wait. but predictions. Wait, I had a question. I had a question for Danny. Um, I know you didn't like the movie. Did any of those yeah. concepts make you slightly curious what they might do next? I'm, I'm hesitating to answer because the only time I was actually mildly interested is when we did have the exposition when um, uh, I forgot the, the actor's name. Yeah, the flat. Patrick well, when Wilson. he was when he was unconscious and they connected with him, they did a mind meld and showed him the past. Right, that that bit was actually quite interesting to me. The reason why I hesitated answering is unfortunately too much bad, too much bad mojo has been given to me to give a shit about what they do next. I really don't care. I hope they don't make another sequel uh, or another won't. film with this. I really don't. Yeah. However, to your point, that bit was interesting to me. I'm often fascinated by the should we say the origins of everything um to to have that concept thrown in was interesting i don't believe a word of it but it it was the most interesting part about this film for sure 100 yeah you know what's funny to me i will bet you almost 100 percent that this was the subplot to the sequel to independence day 
that mm-hmm. some of what we saw probably he grifted from his own stuff he's like all right fine i'm yeah. not gonna get to make independence day three i'm gonna see that same stuff in here yeah because those aliens show up at the end and i'm willing to bet that that was part of it yeah that makes sense yeah i i, I really do and really do wish that Ed, someone had gone over the, the script and the character stuff because then all of a sudden stuff would have been interesting but unfortunately it froze me right out of it um but you're right that was the most interesting part of it and it happened in the what the last 30 minutes of, of, of the film maybe not maybe last 15 maybe 20 at a push um yeah okay it's definitely a thumbs down for me jonesy i don't know if we're going to move on to would i recommend it i know um I nick like had this. some yeah no it's definitely a thumbs down for me um well i'm glad we what's your grade it, letter grade letter grade huh? letter grade it letter grade oh well, what's the lowest we can go f can we fail it you can do whatever I, you want honestly, baby i've never you can give I would absolutely fail this film as for everything it tried to be and what then it ended up being on the screen. Absolute fail. Awful film. Awful. C. I'm going to give it a C. F for fucking awful. There I you thought go. you said C like you were agreeing. <laughs> but no. you gave it a C. That seems very generous, but I haven't seen it. It does. I can't believe Jonesy, we're going to have to talk about that because I'm sure, I'm sure you've given film C's before that were so much better than this. He, he has. He's given C's that I thought <laughs> um, I agreed they were that rating, but I'm like, yeah. Because a lot a of it is expectation. And okay. I knew yeah, what I was getting enough. out of this and given what I did get out of it. And again, it really just came down to those core three folks. I liked yeah. them and I liked the backstory and the origin and all of those stuff. Um, it was wow. fine. Like C is fine. C is average, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not, it's not something to write home about. Like you passed barely. <laughs> I mean, I think a D is passing barely. No. You get it. So it depends on Not where you school, are. It, but... it, yeah, I was gonna say it depends on where you are in school. You get a D, you get kicked out of school. So no, this is the lowest grade you can get in continuing. You don't get a D. You don't get kicked out with D's. No, but like college, they'll take away scholarships. Yeah, I'm, just, oh, I'm, talking, I'm, talking about, I'm talking. I'm talking about high school. No, I'm talking about high school. Kick you out for F's. They don't even. kick you out with. They don't <laughs> kick you out for D's. Are you talking about? Are you talking about college? Are you talking about higher education? I bet you're talking about yes. DUIs. You get kicked uh, out for that. <laughs> Okay, if you're talking about college, then yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, they don't they, kick, very they, least they don't, they take they away don't your kick you out. They'll take, they take away your scholarship. scholarships. Yeah. If you have them. No, you get on academic yeah. probation and they will put you out. I don't know. I've never. I've Depends never gotten, on the school. I've never gotten a D. I mean, I so <laughs> another way of answering your question, Danny, is this. Yeah. I really <laughs> did not like the second Independence Day. And right. part of that was they fucking killed Will Smith in the opening crawl. And it was wow. like, for all of the things that I liked about the first one, he was a huge one. And so if I walk into that movie, like up here and for the people listening, I'm, I'm holding my hand above my head, excited to see what they're going to do. And they're like, yeah, that thing you liked about the first movie, we, we've killed it. We've killed Will Smith and his charm. Like, okay, well, now I have to sit through the rest of this two and a half fucking hour movie thinking how you murdered somebody off screen. Yeah. Like, I was just like, fuck you. And so I, I think that that, didn't you that know going it. into it that he wasn't? Yeah, you do know that. Though? I think he's you knew that he wasn't he going to be crawl. in it. Yeah, yeah, you knew that he wasn't going to be in it. How they handled it was like that's kind of shitty. He died in between yeah. movies. That's the little title on it, and it's like, yeah. Now let's go see some Jeff Goldblum to cheer you up. <laughs> now here's his adoptive son, like doing some thing. Like I don't give a fuck about this kid. Fucking. <laughs> so right. imagine Jonesy if Patrick Wilson's character would have died in that opening uh, space shuttle gambit at the beginning. And, and all we had was Sonny. 
he, yeah, he was just in the in the in the uh, trailers just to get us all interested in it. But he died in the first fifteen minutes. Can you guess the executive that? decision. That's that movie. You all seen that? <laughs> yes, that's it. With Steven Seagal wiped out. Yeah. But oddly <laughs> enough, that worked. <laughs> I was okay with that. Well, it was um, Steven Seagal. Hopefully, they'll yeah. do that with Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious Nine or Ten or whatever. Listen <laughs> to Jason Momoa. Do something um, like. <laughs> But yeah, that's it. You guys, guys, ready to do some who watches for a few minutes? Um, I actually oh, have yeah, a question oh, for Danny, and you're I want to look at this conversation. Okay, the numbers. You. Um, huh? what? Yeah, what are you doing? What? 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 Okay, fine. I won't give you that. No, no, Nick, go for it. Okay, no, what? I just want to ask Danny if he would see Moonrise if it was a Lego movie entirely. <laughs> yeah, because Lego is awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the other part. These are projections from Box Office Pro, um, written earlier this week before reviews for Moonfall even came out. They're expecting it to perform around 2017's Geostorm, which made 13.7 million. That's opening day. And Geostorm Jackass is, awesome. is set to be lower than the other ones. But even Bad Grandpa, which would have technically been the last Jackass movie, made $32.1 million opening weekend. And the Jackass movies make an average of 400 to 500 million in their total run, the past Jackass movies. So I do expect Moonfall. I don't expect Moonfall too because I do expect the moon to fall below Jackass. <laughs> How many people were in your theater, Danny? Three. Three. Are you one IMAX. of those three? Yeah. Are you I one was of the, the first three? IMAX yeah. showing, and I was one of the three. <laughs> you I was this IMAX. Oh. <laughs> three for your Same two. for you. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> when I bought tickets when I was gonna go, which was like Tuesday, there were already ten tickets sold. At the Alamo draft house. <laughs> Dude, people were all about that moon. I'm so happy I didn't see this. I would have been so pissed I'm off. Happy happy for for I'm pleased we Jonesy and I took two for the team. Thanks, guys. You really did. You guys fucking got your heads blown off for us. I think it was that bad. Danny so like upset. it wasn't so bad that I wasn't like like if this had been Venom, I'd been like, fuck this. I don't want to even podcast. <laughs> I gave Venom. Like that's, I still haven't seen that. I still haven't seen the second Venom film. You, oh man, please either. watch it. I'm actually going to watch it. We're we're excited. We're waiting. We're waiting for it. We're, we're waiting. For it. Why we're waiting? It's, it's not streaming. Yeah, it's got to be. Streaming. I mean, okay. not, not for free. For it. You can rent it, and there's no way it's streaming for free yet. It just came out. Last I mean, maybe October. I'll rent it for three bucks. We'll see when it gets free like your first time. Yeah, you should be able to rent it for four bucks, three ninety nine yeah. or whatever. <laughs> no, usually I think at this point it's like five ninety nine still. So we got to wait a little bit longer. <laughs> wait a few more months. <laughs> Until they pay you? I'll share my... Oh, wait, no, I don't. Want it. <laughs> no, because it goes from $5.99 to like $3.99. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. This longer. is how, how generational wealth works. I want to make sure my, my, my animals inherit wealth. And to do that, I need to wait for <laughs> shitty movies to actually come out under cheap rental periods or streaming <laughs> services for free. This is how I live my life. Oakley, Oakley. So you guys want to do who watches, right? Because I think uh, while only two of us saw Moonfall, all of us have seen uh, Mandalorian two point five. Yeah, let's. We're just yeah, doing that, 3. right? 5. I don't want to talk about other shows. I think we just should have had both that section anyway. So yeah, sure, I agree. What? Like we we're sure, not bringing not. up other stuff. We're just doing both that, which is what I thought we should do. Let's do yeah, yeah. Anything, right. I have yeah. other shows I've seen yeah, this week sure. too, but let's just do Boba. Boba. All right, Boba. You're you gonna keep. You're gonna keep saying it. Yeah, let's let's what stick we to do just next doing week? Boba this Nobody's week. giving you pushback. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's giving you pushback. You're like, we're only doing this, right? Like, right, guys, right. 
I think we should only do Boba Fett. Yeah, I think we should only do Boba Fett, but not Boba Nightmare Alley. Ones. You get so or excited Nightmare you smack the microphone. Freaking <laughs> domestic violence to your microphone. I know. I keep hitting it. I'm so excited. Anyway, Danny's so, the only one that heard that. <laughs> what, 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 what did Danny say? What did you say? Who said what? Yeah, I'm happy to nothing. listen to this episode to, to hear what you said. Yeah, it'll boost our numbers. Go ahead and do that. Damn it. Um, it's <laughs> killing me. So, Book, so of, the Boba book Fett, of Boba Fett. Penultimate episode. Uh, what is it called? The Man from the Desert? Is that what it's called? A little more complicated than that. It's called, sure. it's called From the Desert of Figure the Girl. Piece. The girl across go. the street from the woman in the window. I still love that name. <laughs> so it's called. Um, so we've got, like I said, the penultimate episode, and from the desert, a stranger comes, or comes a stranger. I, I don't like this stranger comes. I don't like any of that phrasing, but let's roll with it. Um, we got a few surprises in this episode. Uh, so the we've got Ahsoka coming back. Uh, played by Rosario Dawson. We also got Luke coming back and we got to see him building his Jedi temple. And this will eventually be the Jedi temple that gets destroyed in the last Jedi or that we see destroyed in the last Jedi. And we also got Cad Bane, which is the character that uh, I think most people who saw this episode were the most excited for and who is referenced by the stranger coming. So, it's funny. The one next side me the most is the one you didn't list. Uh, I was so mm-hmm. happy to see is Corb Vanth the character's name. Cobb. Uh, oh, Cobb Vanth. Cobb Vanth. I when he came, he was there with like the the gunslinging at the beginning. I was like, fuck yeah! And then the other ones got more and more exciting. But I was I was squealing from the first scene in the show. So Squeak. yeah, I, I guess the only reason why I didn't mention him is because. Uh, Luke, I don't think we expected to see him again or so soon. I think after the after last week's episode, we anticipated it. Uh, Ahsoka, I don't think we had any reason to think was going to be coming back. And then Cad Bane, like, not at all. I don't, so, I don't think Skywalker yeah. will be back either. Because didn't a lot of us assume they wouldn't spend an entire episode? That. Okay. He just, he, he just said that, yeah. Remember, it's um, Ronald Emmerich. <laughs> Roland <laughs> Emmerich. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> um so let's start with danny because as someone who has watched i think you're the only other person on here that has watched all of the animated stuff and all of the movies yeah um did you like scream did you throw something the tv like no you couldn't have thrown something the tv like like, tell me about your level of excitement seeing cad bane um i I, honestly i was i was much more excited i wasn't as we just discussed briefly i don't think seeing luke and ahsoka and Cad Bane in this episode, where most of us thought we were going to see Boba Fett for a change. Um, mm. So all of it was like this wow moment. But I have to say, as as good as Luke looked and sounded, etc., that the the FX on that were just phenomenal. Like it could have well have been Mark Hamill 30, 40 years ago, whatever it was by now. But when the way they introduced Cad Bane at the end, the way that he came into the show, and the way he looked, regardless of what some have said about being different from the cartoon, well. They're all different from the cartoon, for fuck's sake. But the fact that they did translate him so well and his introduction as the badass, I thought that was the, this is fucking awesome bit, more than the Luke stuff, as much as I enjoyed that. So of the three characters that we saw, again, it would definitely be Cad Bane first, Ahsoka second, and Luke Luke last, should we say, as the shock ones. But I love the way they introduced him. Not just that we got him, but the way they brought him in too. If you're not familiar yeah. with him instantly holy shit this guy is not someone to fuck around with 
And I like yeah. that, I really like that, because now you've got this real, there's a bounty hunter that deserves a bit of a reputation if you've never seen him before. If you see right. the cartoons, you kind of know, but if this is your first iteration, compare that to our introduction to Boba Fett in Empire, etc. Now this is a bounty hunter you should be fucking scared of. Yeah, Loved it, um, looked great. And I, I think what I liked about what they're doing here, so not only is... Uh, Boba Fett and the Mandalorian seem to be just like an on-ramp to bringing in folks from the Clone Wars and the Bad Batch and whatever. Um, we are going to get the end of a story that we missed. So there was um, there were deleted scenes basically from the canceled season of Clone Wars where you got to oh. see the final standoff between Boba Fett and Cad Bane. And so the dent in Boba oh, wow. Fett's helmet is supposedly mm -hmm. from that duel. And that's what that line comes from. You should have kept that armor because that's what saved that other fucker. You got nothing. Oh, and, that's so cool. And I like getting to see, like we, while it's disappointing that we didn't get to see it in the show, because I think the eventual duel between Boba Fett and Cad Bane will, would, have, would have had more impact. I'm so glad that we're going hmm? I was just going to say the same thing. Flashbacks. Maybe. Yeah, flashbacks I, could be a possibility. I just don't think that it it hits. It, it won't impact me as much. And yeah. I'll tell you why. This is why. Supposedly the story for that episode and what caused their falling out is some of what we're seeing now. So everybody knows at this point that Dave Filoni is the person who is the mastermind behind all of that stuff and is also behind the scenes on this. The argument that they had was Boba Fett decided that he was going to protect um, this group of folks that were being done wrong. And Cad Bane was like, no, 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 we have a job to do. And that's what sets up the duel. And so you take that and translate it into what they're doing with Boba Fett now, what a lot of people had problems with. It's like, well, what's this bounty hunter with a heart of gold bullshit? And you get to see that he was kind of always that person. And so we missed that setup. And I think that it would have, like I said, for me, it would have been more impactful with that backstory walking into a duel with the yeah. two of them that's me um so they Nick, used to work together yes so yeah. together. In, in the clone war in the clone wars cartoons you get to see how as a kid he and cad bane, boba fett and cad bane hooked up and he was kind of um, <laughs> oh no that's just odd because it yeah. was as a kid kid it was as the the age he oh. was in attack oh. it's that age kid isn't he jones or maybe yeah. a year or two older yeah basically but... it's it's right after he you know picks up his dad's head off the desert sand so good on you for being a jerk like his dad's so dead Bain and his little group of bounty hunters they kind of take boba under their wing don't they and he, even yeah. though he can even though he kind of leads them at some point they're all a little little team of uh, bounty hunters mm. but he's yeah. just a kid and so you get to see like the development of this basically mentor mentee relationship. And to Danny's point about, um, you know, there is somebody who deserves that reputation. You would at least have gotten to see how Boba Fett then took that over because he was the heir apparent based on that relationship. So there's we that. We can still see it. We can still see it. It's not too late in flashback form. It can happen. I, I, I don't think two. you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I just think that it is, for me, it would have been more impactful had I seen it all ready. Yeah. 
That's we're more likely now to get Cad Bane say something about, remember last time I shot you and Boba to touch that part of the helmet and say, mm. yeah, I remember, or something like that as a, as a small reference to it without actually showing us that scene. I remember. Um, you yeah. failed. What's some, I don't think, slightly off it, but um, I can't remember the name of the character, T- Timothy Oliphant's ca- character. Cobb Van. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's dead, right? And I, I, I know he's not. No. I thought he no, was at first, because, but... No, he got and what I love about that scene... Is. He shot him in the shoulder, but then yeah. pumped the other guy through about ten shots. That was, yes. that's where I was like, "That's fucking." Sweet. That's what I, I mean, loved was they they all ran to Cobb Vanth, and they're like, "Get the yeah. stim pack, get this. We need to help him." Like fucking this other guy. The other guy is so <laughs> dead though. The other guy is like, yeah, "We did see him shooting him. Always hate to save him." <laughs> Plus, he was an idiot. He's one who got Cobb shot in the first place. <laughs> he reminded me of. Shoot uh, him anyway. <laughs> you reminded me of, of X-Men. Who the hell is that guy from X-Men? Oh, uh Nightcrawler? No. Oh, I thought um, you were saying the Yeah, who reminded you of who? Yeah. The the the, the deputy guy. He kind of like at first uh, I saw him and I was like, is that oh what is it? Cyclops. What the hell is his name? He reminds you of James Mardiston? Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't look anything like I'm sorry, they look like to me. No, he doesn't look anything like him. James Morrison right. almost looks like he walked out of that movie now he looks great yeah as weird okay. as that sounds to say like like you watch sonic James always looks like a gap advert but he always looks immaculate yeah. <laughs> that's what i'm saying like, he looks amazing like i would never yeah. have confused that scruffy looking nerf herder deputy for james marston <laughs> so i guess this guarantees i guess this guarantees that town now in the fight right if ever there was yeah. any maybe oh, yeah. gonna join in or not Cabbage is going to keep said, right, that's pissed off the all five of them. All and five of them are going to keep fight. him out because <laughs> the minute he sees Boba Fett and he's like, "Oh, I had that armor," Boba Fett's going to kill him because he's like, "Who the fuck had my armor?" Is that way they Why can write smell him like that out. Here? They can write him out of having to meet him. It's like the jokes people were like, "Okay, I'll help you," but first I need to go off and. No, it's like, hey, Luke Skywalker, I have to go back and help my friend Boba Fett. And Luke Skywalker would be like, very much alive. (laughs) But that way they can get rally the town because they feel attacked, but keep uh, away from Fett. It's like Um, Boba or or Din Jaren, you told me that there would be like an army. There's like 10 people in this town. This town is so small. Unless half, I can't remember, did all of them get killed by the crate dragon except for like. But it's so small. I don't know where they fit them. Like, I don't know where they're soldiers. No, what? No, I'm talking about the houses that they live in. Where the yeah, house is that? It's probably yeah. ranches and stuff. Moisture farms. Moisture farms. They're all in the, the last thing that I have um, about this episode that, that made me wonder, like start thinking beyond the episode. If Bane is in this episode, and I don't think this is going to happen in this episode, it means he's still alive. Phoenix Shand and he mm-hmm. got into a tussle in the Bad Batch over yeah. Omega. And yeah. so now that makes me wonder is she eventually going to show up as well? Omega. I think Omega's and, definitely going to be in a show at some point. Yeah. Like, oh, why are they bringing so an animated yeah. shit? I don't want to have to watch the animated shows. That's I really all, don't like them. And that, so you missed it. That's exactly what I said. All of this live action stuff is just now an on-ramp for all of Filoni's shit. Yeah. That's such bullshit. Yeah. No, really quick. I, I, I do also want to make sure I give credit where credit is due because these past two episodes have ultimately proven what S at Elrum online said back in June 15th of 2020, that effectively all of these star Wars shows, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi's and cash and Andor shows, notwithstanding will be essentially game of Thrones in style where instead of like mm-hmm. game of Thrones, it would be as if each house has its own 
show and they kind of crisscross and intertwine with each other in that way. These past two episodes of the Mandalorian heavy focus, are they going to crisscross? They're going to split off into the Mandalorian season two or season three, I'm sure. And then you're going to have Boba Fett probably continue to his own fucking thing. You have Ahsoka set up. Ahsoka set up for her show. You have Ezra and Thrawn going to come up with this show and they're all going to crisscross and co-mingle and run it all out their each other's shows. Um, which is why this was effectively, you know, a setup for season three of The Mandalorian. So they're different titles, different shows, but effectively the same show. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, so then to what you just said, does that mean that Obi-Wan somehow feeds into this? No, I just said Obi- Obi-Wan's and Cassian Andor is notwithstanding. Like there are some that will be oh, separate. Oh, not okay. But there's, but there's a bunch Cassian of Cassian or Cassian? It's Cassian. Whatever. Uh, oh, Cassian. Cassian. Yeah, whatever. Cassian. Every time I say a name wrong, you jump all over my... <laughs> well, that's a fictional name. Completely different. <laughs> I think Obi-Wan will have connections. With, it being, with him being on Tatooine, I, I think there will be some. I, I mean, obviously it's past, but I think there will be some connections. I don't know what there they are. Be. They may well be loose and tenuous, but I think they will link all of them, even the flashback Cassian Endor and Obi-Wan shows. Hmm. I honestly yeah. think they will. I don't know how they would, but bring in characters from the, never from say the animated shows. But anyways, you know, it's frustrating. Apparently, we uh, we, we broke this about a year and a half ago. And Repost that shit now. Out. Yeah, well, apparently, we've been doing that. And they're like, I was like, oh, this was obvious. And I'm like, bitch, this came out <laughs> before Mandalorian season one. Fuck off. This is like new, this was new information. <laughs> I didn't realize then. it was that far back before Mando one. I, I think you brought scoop. this up before. And my reaction was, I don't like Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> i was like i don't i don't care i don't like game of thrones <laughs> yes i'm eating my words now okay so i'm That's wrong it wasn't true. before mandalorian i think it was following season one which makes more I don't sense know. at that point it seems pretty obvious jammer yeah <laughs> yeah a little we, we, we label there's gonna be mandalorian ahsoka tano a boba fett show and an ezra bridger slash admiral thrawn grand admiral thrawn i show. don't want that I'm just saying it's gonna happen. Just no, 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 prepared. no. I'm I'm reacting to the um, Ezra Bridger because given who's been cast as Ezra Bridger, Ezra Bridger, I don't want Aladdin, to see it. right? Yeah, Menem Masoud, Masoud. Yeah, gave him a second chance. Wow, I, I've only just finished watching Rebels, so I didn't know that they cast Ezra already. Yeah. Oh yep. shit! Who, who is it? The guy that was Did in you Aladdin? see Aladdin? Yeah. Yeah. The, oh, you're, you're obviously talking about the Guy Ritchie one, right? The the the, the, yeah. the, the most recent Guy Ritchie, live, the live action wow. version. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he looks yeah. the part. Sure, he does. He I'm excited it. about Thrawn. Um, I'm not excited about him. Okay, no. But. So I have things to say. I'll keep it very short about Boba Fett. Loved it. Like I said, I squealed basically every time a character showed up, except for uh, at the end. I didn't know nothing so wait, about him. As somebody Bane. who said he doesn't want to actually see all the predictable things exactly. in Star Wars. How's that? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, me, uh, <laughs> Danny's been making fun of me all week. And since last week where I said I liked the stuff they were doing, um, I'm completely turned around on it now. Like, I <laughs> think it's very much did it. <laughs> no, 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 like I didn't think we'd see Luke Skywalker again. Just like, one good episode. Took, like, took two less episodes. Month, took less than a month later, completely turned. Just because, well, they showed me what I wanted to see. Yeah, so that's this episode I want to see felt like Spider Verse. Like Jedi Nick Doll. I mean, that's Spider Verse. This episode <laughs> felt like shows up with cookies, and he's just like, you know what? Sorry, guys. Thing. Seems all right. Everything in cookies. Yeah. My, my <laughs> cookies and green milk or whatever. 
You got any blue milk? You got any of that blue milk over there? You know what? <laughs> This what, what was I going to say? <laughs> now you guys are interrupting me. Uh, I usually interrupt you guys. Lightsaber's was going blue, red, no blue, red, red, blue, no, red, blue. <laughs> um, I, will, I, tell you, I will lose my shit the second we, we get a lightsaber that is clear and that turns a color like they did in the anime. I will be on board for that. That's all I have to say. Continue, Nick. Um, God, if I can remember. Uh, I don't, oh, yeah. It, 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 reminded, it felt like No Way Home in a TV episode where it's like, Yes, there are giant faults in it, but like every five minutes, it gave me something I thought was so cool that I didn't think about the weaknesses of the episode, except for the scene with Boba Fett, which was like just boring and stupid. Where he's like, "We we we're gonna attack." I don't, I, I do like the mayor's assistant as a character, but he was the best part of that scene. And also, he's like, "This guy's the Mandalorian." That's I'm like, sorry, but it's, just, quite a it's few so funny to me. What? You're really funny to me. Well, I'm sorry. I have to just like you're like I can't change people my who want what. No, but it's just funny. It's like what changed my opinion is that they did it a lot and continuously throughout the episode. That's literally they jammed the, it down my throat. They jammed yeah. it down my throat until I accepted it. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't mean it like in a dirty way. That's that's not what the that's not what it always means. I'm sorry, you didn't mean that in a dirty way. No, holy shit! I know it is. Okay. It's not just a dirty saying, but as I continued to say it, I meant it in a dirty way. Is it really a really dirty okay. saying? I'm saying this since I was a kid. I mean, jammed by your throat, but you you kind of took it to the next level. No, I did when I was when I repeated it. I was getting into the dirty territory, but no, you're right. It, the uh, the the rest the general saying it does not have the same negative context. But yeah, I don't know. I was I've been impressed with the last two weeks. Um, there, Star Wars will continue to bore me sometimes and excite me other times. Like I've realized, all the modern day Fett stuff is pretty boring, whereas the flashbacks were fascinating and these little meandering stories. Are yeah, I've always, I've always, I've always appreciated. And I said this after the first two or three episodes, where I actually enjoy Boba Fett as a character. I enjoy his mission and the idea that they're going forward. It's kind of like a, a crime lord, you know, taking over and his rise to power. And I could see this happening for a few, like four to five seasons. To be perfectly honest, mm. I could definitely see that happening because, like, him gaining incremental power in certain territories and slowly growing, growing, growing outwards. I think that's. I think that's a pretty cool story. They haven't exactly nailed the execution completely, but I've been entertained thoroughly throughout. I like it more than I like the Mandalorian, even before the Mandalorian came in. And um, those episodes were great as well. And um, I feel like I have the same. I'm sorry, go ahead. I mean, let's go ahead. You can continue. I have the same criticism of uh, Timur Morrison that I think some people had of Carl Weathers. Like, I feel like he is not um, acting that great. And I don't think that they're doing that well, like making him even repeating what everyone else says. I enjoy the Mandalorian as a character more than I do Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying in terms of mm-hmm. what they're doing with him is like what his mission, his vision, his goals are. That's laudable that I enjoy that I like. But as far as the execution goes and Tim Roo Morrison as the lead does nothing for me, like mm-hmm. bland as bland could be. I do also wonder how the hell they're going to wrap any of this up in one episode. Yeah, that's the weird thing, right? Because right, instead know. of building up to it, they've gone in a different direction for two episodes. And now it's like they have an entire battle and sending like it doesn't need to end completely. But like there has to be some kind of resolution, not just like to be continued. Yeah. <laughs> if we decide well, I mean, I guess to, unless, we, spice, unless it spice ends spice in a different runners. show. 
Like the Spice they, Runners story will end in some way, but it's just a matter of how the rest of the pieces will continue off. So we'll be like that aspect. Honestly, the, the, the part of the story that I feel like most people are least interested in will get resolved, but then they'll have the other stuff that people are more interested in won't get resolved. Like the like other the families Rogu completely, or, or whatever. Or the other, what other families? Well, I'm just like, they'll maybe get rid of the Pikes, but they, he still won't be in charge in charge because I never struck a... All their the other I, oh, I call right, like right. mob families, the other crime people who crime control different families, parts yeah. of the I met families in like the mob way. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, I like I said, I think there's room for this season, this show to be four to five seasons, and same with Mandalorian to continue to four to five seasons, them intertwine. I don't know what they have planned for the other shows, but I I've liked it all so far quite a bit. Um, I don't I don't agree with like the criticism that like the, the best episodes were Mandalorian, but I mean, cause for me, it's all just one show at this point, all of these are like one show and it's just kind of like the different little arcs that we have throughout. And that's more and more in my head, what I'm considering these star Wars shows as. Now, like if someone joked, this is star Wars show, but whatever. Yeah. yeah it's just like star, star Wars, Wars show. show. It's like, the like hey, there's Luke and there's. Yeah. And it's like, it's, matter the Mandalorian if it's called Boba Fett. It's just the star Wars show. Yeah. Just the past two episodes. I, I agree. And as I a disagree. whole, we did spend most of the time with uh, that. Like, I, right, I get what you all are saying, but mm-hmm. if you have a Star Trek show called Deep Space Nine and you spend an entire episode on Dr. Bashir, nobody cares. It's weird that you have a show called Boba Fett that spends two episodes and Boba Fett is in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not upset about it. I don't really care, but I do understand the criticism. Star Trek I guess, Enterprise. I guess you've got an entire episode about Archer. No one cares. It's a little different though. They have long seasons. This is a seven season show. I mean, it's seven episode. I mean, they've but the issue seasons. that I'm pointing out episode. is that you have a thing named after somebody that's barely in it. When you have a show that has a name that is a ship or a space station, yeah, oh, or whatever, well, I'm actually agreeing. No with one him. cares. Yeah, yeah, he's agreeing with you. It actually reinforces your point. I, more for some reason, I thought he meant that he doesn't mind it when other shows do. I missed the title part. No, I'm saying that the, the sh- yeah, that's it. Well, if it's a book about that, there are chapters about other characters every once in a while. It's, it's like a real book. That's why they called it book rather than <laughs> just calling it the Boba Fett. You had to give it like a extra little. I'll go with that's that. That's a fair thought. I am I'll roll with that. that. I don't, like I said, I get your criticism, but at the same time for me, I don't, if it's good and it works together, I don't care. It's not really, a cri- not so care. it's not my criticism. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I'm just saying I understand because I think somebody said like people are criticizing. It's like, but I think but I people, yeah. Perspective. I mean, I guess they need to find shit to criticize. So it's just like, well, that episode was good, huh? Boba Fett wasn't in it. There we go. There's our criticism for the week. I mostly it's just like, we just need Nick Dahl to tell everybody that is that it's just a different chapter because I think that that makes sense. Yeah, I know. I thought even the fans of the other stuff were kind of being jokey about stuff like that. Like I've seen this meme way too many times, but it's a meme where like, oh, did you catch the Boba Fett cameo and book of Boba Fett? <laughs> Yeah, already hard. Yeah, I've like, seen it it's like not, a it's, thousand. It's not that original. It's like Wednesday. I feel like it's no, I know, people, but like whenever people everyone finish posts it, it, I feel like they is. think I feel like they think they're super original. They're like, oh well, it's a shame that the best episode of Book of Boba Fett didn't have Boba Fett in it. Aren't I clever? Aren't I just so smart to have realized that? I'm the only one who realized that, right? I did make a similar version of that joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ironically, the best episode of Boba Fett doesn't have him in it. It's just like it's the most obvious thing to say, and everyone's acting like it's it's some wonderful insight. And I'm like, it's, Thanks, it's not. You're welcome, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I love that after he said it, you're just like, one more, <laughs> one more dig in there. 
Anything else? Anything <laughs> was, else to say about that? That wasn't an intentional fact? dig, to be clear. I'm, just, I'm, just, just, what, I'm not. That comment felt no, like it. No, seriously. No, it wasn't because that comment was so prevalent online. Yeah. That I was just in general. Like, so Nick, I didn't even know you. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I mean, I don't remember the it. next part. So after he was like, no, I've done that. And you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most obvious thing you could say. <laughs> he said that like, before, too. Fuck. Before. Yeah. So. That wasn't a dig at you, Nick. It was just a dig know, at your uh, your perceived intelligence. So, I'm a hack. Yeah. You're what a, can I say? I hate that word so much. I know, I know. I I'm using it in word. like the joke so stealing. Much. Who hurt you, Jamie? People over. I know that. I I'm not using it in like the hack. filmmaking way, where it's like that. Directors it's, it's, it's a people hack. Say that. Anyway, I hate people who say that. I never that. use it. You in that say way. that you're a hack. You guys already shut down. I've been already shut. I've already shut down. I wasn't talking about you, Nick. I was just you. Jesus Christ. My existence invites controversy. <laughs> like the Avengers or Batman. Anyway. Avengers. <laughs> My very existence invites controversy. Escalation. I just Escalation. I just imagine I just imagine Nick looking at like the word Roland Emmerich and him going to the name My Existence invites controversy. <laughs> it's like the name Roland Emmerich. You have to say it right, Emmerich. Um Ronald Emmerich. Yeah, I'm ready to end the show. <laughs> I've, like I said, I've been ready. I've, I've been ready. I'm ready whenever you guys are. All right. So, dear listener, if you like what you heard, and how could you not? Do all the socials. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We would definitely appreciate it. Also, LRM has other great stuff on the website, as well as the Genreverse type YouTube channel. Um, Jammer, where can you find you can find me on Twitter at Jam the Writer and all of my books under the name Age Day Cerna on Amazon or Audible. Danny, where can you find? You can find me writing a petition to have Ronald Emmerich direct the next Moonfall film. <laughs> and Nick, where can you be found? I'm at Geeky Nick Doll on Twitter. I do Marvel Multiverse Mayhem. Our next episode is going to be a commentary on uh, X Men Wolverine Origins, the best Deadpool and Wolverine film. And um, and uh, we're starting a Star Trek podcast soon because there's oodles and oodles. What's it called? We don't know yet. <laughs> there have been some good suggestions from two of the men here on the podcast with me today, but we don't have oh, a title no. yet. Danny's were way better than mine. Mine was just like... Some of yours were really silly. <laughs> I thought of the USS podcast, but I was like, but Navy does USS too. It doesn't mean it's about Star Trek. Yeah. And you can find me on all the socials at Search Homesies. Or you can find me on the Xbox at Guyver B, killing people with Danny and Halo. Right? Anyway, <laughs> folks, thanks for listening. We will catch you on the next one. Hasta lasagna. Don't get any on ya. Mission accomplished. That was so lackluster.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.